name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Please welcome Travis Sims. I'm so excited to see you guys here tonight. And so I'm about to get started with tonight's talk, which is network, networking, or community. So how many of you kind of look like this? A little bit busy. Anybody busy? Yeah, we're all a little busy, right? So much so that most people will tell you that well, or they'll, they'll say, I'm just too busy to do networking. Anybody else ever heard that before? Yeah. I'm just too busy to do networking, doing everything else that I'm doing. But by the way, I'm never too busy for your referral. See how those two things contradict each other just a little bit, right? You have to make time for networking. You have to make time to build relationships. You have to take time to get to trust. You have to take time to get those relationships to a spot where they're willing to refer you. And it starts at a room like this where you're networking. So when you're considering am I busy or am I productive, I attend a lot of networking things, a ton. Matter of fact, as you can see here tonight, I, I've attended during a pandemic, the last 20 months, 240 AGC events, some of them in person, some of them online. And some of you might say, well, Travis, it is, it is your event, right? It is your organization. <laughs> of course you were there, absolutely. However, in addition to those 240 events, I attended 60 additional events that were not my own total of 300 events, 40 meetings with my business coach, and I wrote two number one best-selling books. So let me ask you, how busy are you? Are you too busy to be networking? By the way, I also walked 1,200 miles during that time frame. Every day, if you're connected to me on social media, I see lots of numbers showing up, threes, fours, fives, uh, where I'm walking my miles. Guys, I didn't uh, share this with you for that reason, but I wanted to point out that we're never too busy to network. So how many of you belong to some type of network where you're at a meeting, you're at a table that looks a lot like this, where you're passing referrals, you're d digging your relationships deep? Yes? Okay, lots of you. Me too. I do a lot of those as well. And you've been told that you must give before you receive. And what I found out about these type of networks, if that's really true, that you must give before you receive, then you must show up as a contributor. 
You must be participating in order to get the results that you're looking for. You have to be bringing referrals before you can ask for referrals. You have to show up, be present, and be active within the networks that you're a part of. There are excellent networks to be a part of. Then you attend events like this where you're out networking, you're exchanging a lot of business cards, you're meeting a ton of people, and you're attending a, at chamber events and first Thursdays and network after work and all these types of places. And you leave with these business cards in your pocket and you're like, I'm gonna follow up with all these people. I can't wait to make connections with them. I can't wait to be able to make a phone call, follow up with an email and so on. And if you're like me and you're busy, that stack of business cards ends up in the drawer. And then a year later, you're cleaning out your drawer and you come across those business cards and you're like, where did I meet these people? And they go in the trash. How well is it working for you? What we're really all craving to be a part of is a community. A community is where people, not only are we networking together, but we care about one another. We think about each other first. You see, I've said this all pandemic, and you can cancel meetings. How many of you had some meetings canceled during a pandemic, right? You can cancel meetings. How about events? There's been a lot of events that's been canceled during a pandemic, but you cannot cancel a community. You see a community checks in on one another and says, David, how are you doing? Uh, you know, what's going on? How can I support you and your business? They check in on Amir and said, hey, Amir, uh, you know, what kind of referrals are you looking for? Who can I get you in front of? They check in with Trish and they say, hey, Trish, uh, I was thinking of you the other day because I was talking to my friend Denarius and I think the two of you should meet. We check in on each other because we're a community. Communities are important. So I often ask people who are networking, how big is your network? And they say, well, I meet with these same 20 people every single week about 10 miles from my house. 20 people. And they think they're networking. You're getting started. It's a good place to start, right? But then I ask a little bit deeper questions. I say, how many women are in your network of 20 people? Oh, just a couple. Just a couple women are in my network of 20 people that I meet with 10 miles from my house. Then I say, how many African-American people are in your network? None. None. You see, my network all looks like me, thinks like me, does business like me. Then I say, well, what about the Latinos? How many Latinos do you have in your community inside your network of 20 people that you're meeting with 10 miles from your house? None. There's none there. How big is your network? How big is your community? What people are you reaching? Does your network all look like you, think like you, and do business like you? And I say, how many people in the LGBTQ community are inside your network? I think, I'm not sure, it's possible. There might be one or two out of the 20 people that are inside the people, inside the group that I meet with every single week and I think I'm networking. So I'm pointing these things out to you to expand your community. You see, a community doesn't look like 20 people that all look like you, think like you, and do business like you. A community has diversity within it. A community has not only people with different colors in them and different walks of life and different places in business, whether you started your business or maybe you got a few gray hairs in your beard like I do. And a community is filled with people not only in those types of, of categories, but also in different generations, right? The people on the screen here I could probably learn from, I can gain some wisdom from, I can gain from some experience from. They might not have been through a pandemic, but I bet they've been through some recessions, right? I can learn from that. 
Then, of course, let's not forget the young and millennials and below, those up-and-comers and entrepreneurs, those people that are uh, really leading the way. Can I be bold enough to say that, right? Because if it wasn't for people like this, then during a pandemic, we would have been a lot less connected. Think about that, how we use Zoom, how we use social media, how we used our cell phones and things. Uh, some of us had to reach out to people a little bit younger than us to say, how do I do this? How can I, and some of us are still figuring it out, right? What does your network look like? Are they people in your zip code? Or are they people, well see the thing that I, I love about AGC, and this is not a commercial for this organization, but the thing that I love about it is that it gets you everywhere. You see, I love chambers and I belong to four chambers. I also pay dues in four different places for chambers because I need to network in more than one of those zip codes. All right. So when you think about it and you're thinking about how you're building your business, do you have a product or a service that you can sell in other zip codes? Do you have a product or service that you need to reach other people uh, in, across your community, uh, across your state, across the country and across the globe? Now I promised you, if you read today's instructions or in today's intro into what today's talk was, and that is uh, uh, some of the networking fails that we often experience during networking events. And some of you probably had a few of these, where people talk about politics, where people talk about sex and they talk about religion. Everybody any experienced that before? I'll tell you why it's so rampant right now, and it's because we've been networking online. Now, I love online, but you know, people get really bold behind those computer screens. I'm just saying, right? They get a little bit bolder. They say things they might not have said in person, and then occasionally people in person say things they just don't know any better for. So I'm going to give you some of the biggest fails here, and that is stay away from politics because Democrats, Republicans, and all, all the different uh, ones, they all buy your products or services, every single one of them. And if, if you are bold enough to say, well, this is the way I believe, you may have cut off half of your purchasing potential. What about uh, if you hit on the person beside you? Do you th really think they're going to do business with you? Yeah, if you, I get this all the time. People are always hitting, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Wendy. <laughs> I know, I totally knew you would, Wendy. Uh, but seriously though, um, men out do outweigh women when it comes to attending networking events. And there's a reason for that, right? It's for a lot of reasons, some bad reasons. Some, there's more men in the workplace. There's more men-owned businesses than there are women-owned businesses. Uh, there is the good old boy clubs that you've probably fell into by accident, right? And men treat women unfairly and the way that they shouldn't at networking events. So I'm going to tell you guys, be on your best behavior at networking events. And girls, this goes for you too. I know we're in a different era and it goes both directions. And uh, I'm going to say also when it comes to religion, stay away from this topic while you're networking. We're here for a reason and it's to build relationships, it's to build trust, it's to get to business. So try to avoid some of these networking fails. Remember to stay positive in everything you do. So I'm gonna leave you with this thought because it is a TED Talk experience and it's 15 minutes only, but that is if you're only networking with people that look like you, think like you, and do business like you, well, you might need to diversify your network. Thank you guys.